0: what is up my clan welcome back to riffing with Clintus. it's been a while uh last episode i recorded and uploaded was after my birthday in november last episode was up november 26th and it was talking about my birthday and how awesome it was and how I got spoiled by my family. It was a shorter episode, like, like 30, 32 minutes or something like that, 30 minutes. And even the one before that was only like 45. 2019 was, uh, was a wild, wild, wild year. Wild ride. Um, I said in the beginning, and I posted a, po- a podcast episode about this, if you want to go listen to it, how 2019 was going to be my reset year. It was going to be the year that I uh, kind of reset a lot of things in my life and, um, you know, start over in a certain couple, couple of certain places and, and a lot happened. And, and I would say to a certain extent, we did reset a lot of things in my world. We're going to talk about those resets. We're going to talk about all our accomplishments. We're going to talk about all the highs. We're also going to talk about some of the lows. And we're gonna talk about some of the things that I wanted to do this year, but didn't quite hit the mark. I went back and listened to that episode of, uh, you know, talking about 2019 and, and, and my goals and, and that sort of thing. Um, just to kind of go back and say, well, how, what did I hit? You know, that was episode seven. If you're wondering, episode seven was the one about 2019 and it was talking all about what my, my plans were for 2019. And, uh, I accomplished some goals, but I didn't accomplish others so uh that's what this episode is gonna be about the next episode will kick off season two of the podcast and it's also going to kick off a big change of the podcast i'm going to be streaming it live on twitch twitch.tv slash clintus and then i'll be uh reco- like taking that video from the stream and uploading it to youtube so you'll be able to watch the podcast live on, on Twitch. You'll be able to, um, watch the VOD on YouTube or on Twitch. And then of course you'll always be able to listen to it here in your podcast feed. So you, you have multiple options now. Um, obviously podcasts by nature are audio, but the reality is, is that it's content can be consumed any way you like. A lot of people listen to podcasts on YouTube, even though it's a video form, they'll listen to it on, on YouTube just cause YouTube is a, a popular platform, obviously. So that's what's going to kick it off. And and the next episode, which is all going to be about, you know, my goals and uh, plans for 2020 will be the first podcast of that form. So you'll be able to watch it live, watch it on YouTube, and then, of course, hear it here. So stay tuned for that. But now let's 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 go back. Let's talk about 2019 and let's end season one of Riffing with Clintus. Uh, first and foremost, let's talk about the podcast, uh, 41 episodes. This is technically episode 42, uh, official episodes, but I did a lot of, you know, short little bonus podcasts, uh, whenever something would spark my interest or something would, um, you know, be on my mind that I wanted to talk about. And, you know, sometimes it was short. Sometimes it was just like, boom, you know, 15 minutes, boom, 10 minutes, boom, five minutes. Um, but then other times it was, you know, maybe a full, if it was more than like thirty minutes, I I pretty much put it into an episode, right? It was a topic based thing. Um, we had guests, right? Um, my buddy Chuck was on the podcast a couple times. Uh, Enviro. Um, McCarty. We had some uh, some of my my streamers, streamer friends, uh, True Vanguard, um, Kevin K Magic One Hundred One, Mind of Snaps, M Tashed, right? Um, we had some my, my YouTube buddies on. Um from the don't tell mom podcast. Uh, it was a really good time, but the podcast didn't really go the way I, I envisioned it. W- it didn't go the way I had originally planned it to, which was realistically, I wanted me and a friend to sit and just kind of shoot the shit, right? Shoot the breeze, talk riff, you know, if you will. And for that to really happen the way that I want it to happen, the person needs to be here in person. Um, I listened to a lot of Joe Rogan, and Kevin Smith podcasts. And you know, those guys are amazing podcasters. they are amazing interviewers. They're amazing, but their podcasts are face to face with somebody else, right? They're face to face with their guests. And that's where I think a lot of that dynamic comes from. I think it's where a lot of that magic comes from. And so I can't do that. Obviously I can't afford to fly my friends out here and it's just, you know, it's just not possible. Right. So we have to do it virtually. We have to do it over the internet, which is very possible. I just have to set that up and get it in a in a place that makes it convenient for me to do and easy for me to do. I'm really close to doing that. It's, it's something I've been kind of working on slowly when I hit ha- when I make time for it, um, and we're really close to making it happen. And obviously, that's going to be the, the 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 pivot in 2020 is pretty much having guests almost every episode now. Um. I've got some other ideas for other podcast ideas where I'll be just by myself. Um, one of those ideas is just doing a, a topic and talking about that topic live on, on, on my live stream, which then of course will get ripped to YouTube and then put here on the podcast, but then also doing a Q and a where people can live on, on my live stream, ask me questions about that topic. And then I, you know, give my answers and, and go deeper into that. So those are some ideas I have, um, I'm working through those ideas with some colleagues of mine, uh, to kind of figure out how I do that. Right. Cause I don't, I definitely don't want to copy my friends. I don't want to copy people that already do similar things, but you know, when it comes to art and entertainment, everyone copies everyone to a certain extent, right? Like, if you think about it, everyone's copying somebody, There's always somebody who did it first. You just have to find your version of that. You have to find your way of doing that. Um, so that's what I'm working on right now. Um, but yeah, you know, f- over 40 episodes of the podcast. Definitely not as uh, structured as I, as I I liked. Definitely missed a lot of weeks uh, without a podcast for various reasons. Um, I'm really hoping to kind of get into a rhythm and a cadence that at least get you guys at least one episode every week. Preferably two episodes a week is, is the goal so I'm throwing that out there now. 2 episodes a week is the goal. Um but one minimum without missing. And I think if I if I think if I if I can get a couple of interviews and you know sit down with my friends a couple of times um you know I can have a couple of episodes banked up, you know, that sort of thing. Um and then also like I said the topics on Twitch. So um yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at with the podcast. Something to look forward to in 2020. Um, what else happened in 2019? Uh, well, we sold our house and, uh, surprisingly, even in recent YouTube videos, people are like, wait, did you move? I, I find it hilarious that I share my life on the internet. I share almost every aspect of my life on the internet, right? Whether it's YouTube vlogs, which is the kind of the main platform, my daily live streams where I literally talk about what happened yesterday to, you know, in, in today's live stream. Uh, I post Instagram stories, Instagram pictures. I tweet like crazy. If you really, really want to know what's going on with me in real time, Twitter is the best thing to follow me on. Even if you don't have Twitter, if you just go to twitter.com slash Clintus, you can read my tweets. You can see my photos. I update Twitter pretty regularly when I'm doing something. Um, and, and you know, we'll be doing more of that as, as, as time goes on. Um, just because it's so quick and easy to just snap, snap, snap. Um, but yeah, so... I'm just surprised a lot of people didn't miss that we moved. It's kind of a big deal, right? We sold our house and we moved. And we moved into a neighborhood uh, just about 15 minutes away from where we used to live. It's the neighborhood that the kids' schools are in. It's the neighborhood where their friends are in. It's the neighborhood that Tiff and I would frequently visit for happy hour or dinner or shopping or events. Uh, We absolutely love this neighborhood. We love this community. And uh, we plan on buying uh, our next house this year in this community. Um, and we talked about selling the house. I, I talked about it in a, in a previous episode. If you really want to go back and listen to, um, you know, why we sold our house and, and all the reasons behind that and yada, yada, yada. Um, that's, that's there for you to, to do. Uh, it's, uh, made of 28th or May 28th. I posted a Q and a, why do we sell our house and why are we renting? That was a, that was a podcast episode. It's about 30 minutes long. There's also a YouTube video on the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Clintus, if you want to go back and watch slash listen to that. Um, but uh, it was a huge, it was a big deal, obviously, because we'd only had our house for about two years, um, but it didn't feel right. Something just didn't quite feel right. After two years, Tiff and I were just kind of like, mm, we may have made a mistake. Uh, you know, the location was originally not where we wanted to go anyways, but Obviously, because we did, we found this neighborhood and this community, and the kids found their best friends. They both have found their best friends. And uh, we're really happy with at least where we're at now. And we wouldn't have been here if we didn't buy that last house. If we would have bought the houses where we were looking originally, who knows where we'd be at now. You know, I always say things happen for a reason. Serendipity is real. And so here we are. Um, we are renting right now. And uh, our lease is up, you know, coming up in May. And so we plan on starting to look at houses, probably like February, March, April timeframe, somewhere around there, Um, you know, start looking at houses. And then after that, we're on month to month. So we're in a really good position. Uh, We might, we we have the, we have the option of building a new house, uh, which we didn't think we'd ever do again. We built our first house, you know, you pick out everything out, you design the way you want to, Um, been there, done that. Tiffany's not, Tiffany has no interest in doing that. Again, it's not like, Oh, I want to buy a new house. I want a brand new house. I want to pick everything out. She doesn't. Um, but we have the option to, if we can't quite find what we're looking for, they are building new houses on both ends of our, of this community. And so we have a lot of options. We, we're going to look at a, a, you know, a pre-owned home, uh, close to the, the, the main community center and, and and wherever the hus all the, all the events happen. That's our goal is find a house near that but we have very specific needs first and foremost we have to have four bedrooms um because i you know we have three bedrooms for us and then one for my office so we have to have four bedrooms but we want only one floor we don't want two story and that's gonna be tough a lot most houses in here that are four bedrooms are two stories so that might be a hindrance we might either have to settle for a two story or we might say screw it and go like i said go b- buy a brand new house and build it and pick a single story with four bedrooms you know so that's an option Um, so yeah, you know, that's, those are some big key moments there this year in 2019. We sold our house. We moved to this community. We absolutely love it. Um, very happy. The kids are happy with their schools, their friends, you know, zero regrets at all. And on top of that, you know, we made a little bit of money because, uh, you know, the value of our house went up in the two years we were there, which is usually not the case. Usually, you know, that short of a time span, you lose money, but, uh, we did, you know, we did well. So we, we made a little bit of money off that. And, uh, you know we still have the money we put down on it so we're we're sitting pretty good with that when we're ready to buy the next house we'll be good um the next that another, another thing that i kind of really want to highlight is um we went on a, an epic road trip chrysler sponsored a family road trip for us Uh, it was a two-week road trip it was awesome uh there's a whole series of videos on youtube if you want to go back there's a playlist you can go back and watch all of them um and that was a really really awesome time because you know we've done road trips before we've done vac- family vacations before but to be with each other for 2 weeks away from home away from our dog away from our family and friends um was was really awesome and and honestly it really proved that as a family unit we can definitely do something like that and i would love to do something like that again not necessarily a road trip though i'm not out of the question but like, you know, a trip to Europe or a trip to Asia or, you know, whatever, like being gone for a duration of time, I think it's definitely doable. Our family dynamic works very well with that. Um, so we had an awesome vacation to kick off the, the summer, right? It was right after the kids got out of school, boom, we were gone. And uh, it was it was an awesome two weeks. Some of the best times for sure. Um, We raised money for charity. We... We raised uh, over ten thousand dollars for Gamers Outreach, which um, is a charity that builds gaming carts for uh, kids in hospitals that are there for treatments. Um, we have a lot I have a lot of stories regarding that charity and and what it's done to my community. Um, but that was over ten thousand um, dollars. And if you missed it, that's where I had the blue hair. It's where I buzzed off my all the hair. Um, you know all kinds of goofy stuff happened during that charity event. Um, and then we raised another, mm, about, let's just round up to say $6,000 for uh St. Jude, um, children research hospital. And that, that charity is, is near and dear to my heart. Um, you know, cause cancer is a, is a, is a nasty, nasty disease that takes so many, many lives. But St. Jude specifically is there for kids and the families of kids that have cancer. And, um, so to raise money for them it you know it means a lot for everyone because the research they're doing while it's you know targeted at kids benefits everyone and so the fact that we can raise money for them you know and five thousand dollars is, is chump change to some of other you know streamers and content creators but you know to say that i've raised over sixteen thousand dollars this year with my community and the help of my community you know the generosity of people in my in my community, my family, my friends means a lot to me. It really does, and I'm happy and proud to say that I will be returning to the Gamers Outreach event to raise money and, and build some more carts. And I'll also be returning to the St. Jude uh, Play Live Summit. Um, I'll be visiting the hospital again, which I got to do this year. Which will, that's the next thing I wanted to talk about was I I went to Tennessee and I actually got to visit St. Jude to research hospital right i got to visit the hospital see it in like face to face see what the, where the money goes see how they do what they do you know and so i'm i'm honored to go back this year um it's my second year so things change every time you go you get to do something different so this is since last this last year was my first time i got the tour of the hospital um, and a couple of, a couple of other things that they do is, you know, sitting down playing video games with kids, right. That are there getting treatments, um, getting tour of like the laboratories and, um, some of the other amenities and, and facilities that they have there for, for the families. So, um, it was a, a life changing experience and I'm, I'm honored and proud to be going back this year in 2020. So, um, a lot more charity work this year for sure. Trying to be more diligent with that, more, more planned and strategic about that. So, be on the lookout for, for that. For those of you who, uh, who like to donate to charity and be a part of that hype. You know, I, I sacrificed my body and my soul to, 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 raise money for charity. So we'll be doing that again this year. So stay tuned. Um, another big, another big thing that happened, and this is more specific to my kids is, um, the kids got Invisalign, right? Which is a, uh, a clear aligner treatment, orthodontic treatment, right? So it's an alternative to braces, traditional braces, um, you know, if you follow along our lives to the last couple of years, you know, the kids were going to need braces. They were going to need an orthodontic treatment, um, they, but they weren't ready yet. Uh, we were waiting for their teeth to come in. They were waiting for, for some teeth to fall out. We ended up having to get teeth pulled because they weren't coming in right. And that was one of the reasons why they needed braces in the first place Was because their teeth weren't growing in, in a proper way. Um, and just out of a miraculous I don't know miracle or whatever you want to call it. Invisalign reached out to us and said, "Hey, um, we would like to sponsor your kids for Invisalign treatment if they, if if they qualify, right?" So we went to an orthodontist and got checked, and both kids qualified. Their problem, you know, their the problems they have in their mouths, Invisalign can fix. So we we got a sponsorship from Invisalign, and you know, we made um, three sponsored videos with them. And they are, they're sponsoring the kids' new smiles. they the entire treatment is paid for, and that is a big deal. Uh, if you've ever had braces before or ever looked into braces or orthodontic treatment, uh, it's expensive. You know, it was going to cost us over ten thousand dollars for for both kids to be in braces, and so to have that, you know, sponsorship come in, and and, and not only just come in, but like come in at a time where like. We were literally looking at getting braces in 2019, right? At the end of 2019, both kids were going to go. In fact, Sierra had an appointment, guys. Sierra had an appointment to get braces started. And something came up the last minute. I don't remember what it was. Tiff and I have talked about this numerous times. Something came up the last minute and was like, oh, we need to cancel our appointment. We'll reschedule. And we never rescheduled. And then, boom, Invisalign came. It was like, holy shit. Could you imagine? Like, We just put braces on Sierra, and then Invisalign comes in, and we're like, oh, shit, well... paying for one but we can get the other one taken care of like oh man like it was clutch timing um so that was huge that was just absolutely huge uh for that that come in and then not only not only that but then also get our normal like sponsorship fees on top of that so not only did they sponsor the 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 treatment but then they also sponsored the advertisement that we normally do for brands and so it was a double whammy a double bonus whatever you want to call it like amazing and in all seriousness is Invis- working great bryce's smile oh my god you guys if you haven't seen it you should go check out my instagram instagram.com Clintus. go check out bryce's smile he already he already likes to smile right and he get, he started getting making made fun of last year because he had his two teeth that were sticking out really far and you know it just he had a jacked up smile you know and kids are mean kids kids are bullies you know they would like point it out make comments and stuff and you know, he started getting self-conscious about it and, you know, but his natural reaction is to smile. He's a smiley kid. And even Sierra was getting self-conscious because she has like a, she had an overbite and her teeth were kind of small, you know, in comparison to what they should have been. And so both kids are, are getting their treatment and both kids have big smiles and they're proud of their smiles and, um, it worked, it's working out great for them. So, you know, uh, the sponsorship's over, but this is me being serious. If you're looking at getting orthodontic treatment, definitely look into uh, Invisalign as an alternative to regular braces. It's not necessarily for everyone and there are pros and cons to the clear aligners just like there's pros and cons to traditional braces. Do your research, look in what's the best treatment for you. Um that that's that. Um speaking of sponsors and partners and all that, um we we grew our our partnership portfolio this year. Um you know, prior to 2019, my my really my only I only partnered, you know, uh, brands that I worked with, uh, you know, G Fuel, Astro, um, Control Freak. I mean, I had a couple of affiliates, but no one that really fully embraced that partnership role, right? And uh, G Fuel was the first one to come in and, and really say, look, we, you know, we like what you do. We like, you know, working with you. Let's take this to the next level, and they and they took me take it to the next level. I got a new partner manager, uh, Mike. I don't think he listens to the podcast, but if he listens, sins. I love you, man. Appreciate everything you've done for me this year. Uh, Mike was awesome. Mike was a real account manager who really stepped up and really, you know, helped connected me with G Fuel in ways that never had before and never with another brand before. Right. Um, I always say that. know when i say i'm sponsored by someone so that's like usually a one-time deal right it's like a a one-time sponsorship you make a video you do a tweet you do an instagram post it's a sponsorship a partner is someone that's long term and g fuel has been a partner um you know for a while but this last year really is is really when that partnership really took off and you know um we'll be we'll be renegotiating re-talking about 2020 here soon but me and mike have already kind of already talked a little bit and it's going to happen you know so i'm i'm when it actually officially happens, I'll make the announcement. But it's the partnership will continue in 2020, and I'm pumped about it. G Fuel's got a lot of good things happening. You know, we went out to Kansas uh, for the grand opening of their esports arena in Walmart, and G Fuel was one of their sponsors with Walmart and esports arena. And so uh, they flew me out there with a couple other influencers. We were there for the grand opening. I did a, a, an IRL stream there. Uh, I got to meet some really dope people in Kansas. Um, you know, some really some great uh content creators, families, kids. It was it was just it was awesome. And that was because of G Fuel, right? Um and 2020 is no different. We're going to do some big things with G Fuel. But G Fuel's got some big things going on. They're going to be inside Walmart. You're going to be able to go to Wal- any Walmart and pick up G Fuel at, at some point in 2020. Um so I'm excited about that. I'm excited to be working with G Fuel more, you know, closely in 2020. Um we also picked up Elgato as an official partner and uh you know i've been using elgato products since i started creating content you know all the way back to the old school uh game capture right like old school and then just upgraded i'm on my fourth capture card i think i think i'm on my fourth capture card i've I've owned almost every capture card they've they've put out um and now i think at this point I, i use six different products from them one two three four five Six. Yeah. Six different products soon to be seven. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, 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 they've been a great partnership. We just kind of, you know, the last six months were kind of like a trial run to see if we were good fit for each other. And, uh, that one's official. I can officially say that I am, I am, I'm partnered with, uh, Elgato for 2020. It's the whole year. I'm excited about it. They, I already know about some big things they got coming up soon. They're already hinting at them. If you look, if you follow their Twitter, they're they're hinting at it. there's some big big drops coming this week, uh, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, I'm excited about that. So um, you know, shout out to Elgato for for partnering with me. Um, other big partnerships, Zydax PCs, man, uh, that came in clutch. I was looking at uh, getting a new PC, upgrading one of my rigs, and uh, uh, you know, I, I kind of reached out to a couple of different PC sponsor uh, PC companies. You know looking for a partnership not a lot not a one-time deal not for like just i'm looking for a free pc no i was looking for a partner someone to work with someone to to you know collaborate with and zydex came out came in and we we worked we worked out a deal and they built me the sickest custom pc um, if you come to my streams check it out you'll see it sitting next to me i i i i always wanted to have a dope pc sitting next to me when i streamed and i do now i have this custom rig that just it's beautiful you know it's liquid water cooled leds all over the place rgb everywhere like it's just sick dude They they etched my logo on the side of it which is just like above and beyond so you know if you're looking for 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 pcs you know zydex pcs uh you you can go to zydex.com slash clintus you'll save a little bit of cash um but anyway that that was a partnership that you know was not necessarily it was someone that i was looking for but um, I'm really happy it's with Zydax cause they're a dope company and, um, I love what they're doing. So, uh, uh, that was, that was a clutch 2019 partnership and I'm hoping to extend that in 2020, um, gamer advantage, gamer advantage, uh, is, uh, they make glasses, uh, blue light filtering glasses, and they were the major sponsor for gamers outreach. And, um, you know, prior to that, I never used any kind of gamer glasses, you know, didn't know much about them. I was like, I don't want to wear you know, I don't wear glasses. My, my vision's fine. I don't know. Prescription glasses. I wear sunglasses when I'm outside just cause it's bright as hell here in Arizona. Um, but you know, when I got a chance to use them at the uh, charity event and actually get to talk to, you know, the founder and an owner, um, you know, it was, he, he, he talked about the science behind, it. he talked about why. It's important and why, you know, if you're, if you look at LED screens and LCD screens all day long, you should be wearing some kind of blue light filtering. And, uh, you know, he, he gave me a pair of glasses to take home. I tried them out. I wore them for a week straight, every stream, every time I was on my computer I was wearing them. And I shit you not guys, after about a week and a half of using them, I started to notice a difference. I was like, okay, I'm feeling more tired in the evenings. I'm getting better more you know uninterrupted sleep than i ever have and that's when i was like okay i'm a believer i'm a believer and then they rolled out their actual glasses and i got a pair of le- legit glasses And i'm like dude these things are awesome i love them they're flexible they look cool and like i said the science is behind their behind the lenses that say you know that they work they're proven to work so uh that was a dope partnership working with them um and to basically, you know, know that I'm uh, someone that I'm, I'm protecting my eyes. You know, it's it's just it's just better. So I'm I'm excited to see what they got going on in 2020. I'm pretty sure that I'll be seeing them uh, at the gamers Gamer Advantage uh, charity event again. And uh, so, you know, all these all these partners that I'm mentioning, guys. You know, it's they're all listed on my website uh, clint.us or in the panels of my Twitch channel um and links in all my youtube videos so if you're if you're looking you know what was that brandy talked about or you know what uh you know what do you use for x or y all of those links are going to be posted in all those places so check them out they're they're all great and i appreciate each and every one of them because every little bit helps you know whether it's um you know free product or promotion or if it's actually paid partnerships um you know whether it's the affiliate links and and getting a paid commission when every time you guys use my promo code or use my link all that adds up for support you know and a lot of people don't realize you know there's you know money comes from that stuff and it all adds up right it might be ten dollars here fifty dollars there a hundred dollars there a thousand dollars there it all adds up and it all adds up to how i'm able to do what i do right it's not just youtube ad revenue it's not just tips and subs on twitch it doesn't matter about your views. It's all of it. It all comes together. So speaking of YouTube, let's talk about YouTube. Woo! It's been a year for YouTube and, uh, I'm no different. That's for sure. Uh, but first speaking of money, it's time for an ad break. I never know if an ad actually runs there or not. I just put the marker in and the podcast company. If there's an ad running, it runs. If you didn't get one, great. If you did, thanks for listening. Uh, So yeah, let's talk about YouTube. YouTube YouTube's made a lot of changes in the last couple of years. Um, If you've been following my YouTube journey, I've posted multiple episodes about YouTube. I'm I'm sure I've complained about YouTube more than you want to hear. We'll do a quick recap. Uh, 2017, they changed the algorithm. They changed the way that YouTube videos were served. That negatively impacted my channel. Started declining after my biggest year ever. Uh, Then the ad apocalypse happened where... Uh, ads didn't run nearly as often and when they did run they were paying half as much so my income dropped almost in half just because of that change uh, and then 2018 the end of 2018 uh, there was uh, no wait, was it was a 2019 ooh my years are getting blurred let's just say 2019 uh, there was the, the big whole thing about um, pedophiles and, and nasty comments being posted on videos and uh, videos with kids and uh you know ad revenue dropped again on those videos and then and then we lost comments and uh that was in february of 2019 we lost comments and i got them back off and on here and there in fact i thought they were back on for good because it was about a week where every video had comments i was like all right we're back cool made a big deal about it hey comments are back and then the next day they were gone and uh you know with all of the things that have been happening with youtube the last you know, two, three years, I've I've slowly lost interest in YouTube. And for those of you who, you know, primarily watch my YouTube videos or or YouTube is where you found me first, or, you know, whatever, YouTube is the main hub that connects us, you know, you've probably noticed straight up, you know, the views are down, uh, the content's not as good. I'm not posting daily. The vlogs aren't as good as they used to be. They're not as fun or as entertaining as they used to be yada, yada, yada. Well, it has a lot to do with my lack of interest. YouTube continues to evolve and they make changes. And most of the changes they've made have negatively impacted me and my channel. Now, with that being said, I also fully recognize that they are a business and they have to make changes for the greater good. They have to make changes for the greater whole, right? The the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the one or the few, right? Um, And they have to make changes that comply with the world. They're getting bigger, right? YouTube is now a global dominant website and, you know, millions of people are using it every day. When you are on that scale, you have to adjust to the masses because look what happens, right? There are groups and advocates out there that when they see something they don't like, something that doesn't jive with their beliefs or their, uh, you know, the way they see things, they make a big stink about it and they, you know, they want people to act on it right? And so that's where all these ad apocalypses happen. That's where this whole thing with COPPA and the kids and all that stuff. That's because somebody saw something on YouTube and says, I don't like that. That's not right. They shouldn't be doing that and raise the red flag. And that's fine. That's that's the way the world works, right? You know, mom, and pop shop starts off a business and they can do whatever they want. They can say what they want. But the moment you become corporate, the, the moment you, ta- you, you, you become public, the moment you franchise, all that changes. You got to comply. You got to be You know, you have to follow these rules and regulations and and all that. You know, any business is the same way. You look at any business, right? When they first started, they were this little thing and they were great and they were homey and they were, you know, special. They were indie, right? How many indie bands did you used to listen to? And then when they become mainstream, you're like, oh, they're not cool anymore, right? Happens all the time. Business is no different. YouTube, 2006... 2007, 2008 was a wild, wild west. You could do anything you want, say what you want, post what you want, and you were happy with 100 views. And now if a video doesn't get a million, it's shit, right? And everyone's fighting for viewership and and doing things they shouldn't be doing to try and get those views, and then it backfires. It burns and burns bridges. It burns them down, right? How many channels starting January 2020 pretty much are losing all all their revenue and losing all their features because they make content specifically for kindergartners and first graders, which... They've been profiting off of for the last five, six, seven years, but now they can't, right? Well, it's growth. Things happen. Things change. You got to change the times. So my point is times change, but I don't want to. And I'm okay with that. I diversified a couple of years ago. I started doing Twitch. I started doing this podcast you're listening to right now. I started working with brands and and partners. So I don't have to worry about YouTube as much. Now, don't get me wrong, and and, then please understand that I still care about YouTube and I still maintain my channel, but I don't do it for the views. I don't do it for the money. I do it because a I still have a large community of people on YouTube specifically that still want to watch our daily life vlogs. And then I also do it because I personally want to capture and highlight moments of my life and share them to A, have a conversation about, which is why I've always vlogged, and B, for memories. We regularly go back and watch videos from two years ago, four years ago, six years ago, eight years ago, you know, 12 years ago when Bryce was born. Like, I go back, we go back and watch those videos. They're there. We can search for them. So I do YouTube for me. I do YouTube um, for the hardcore Clintus clan that are there for the vlogs, and there for checking in with our lives, right? There's a vast majority of people who are there for basketball, or volleyball, or dirt bikes, or camping, or whatever, right? They, they subscribe to the channel once upon a time for one particular thing or the other, and I don't do those things all the time. I don't do those things anymore, and that's where a lot of the viewership dipped off, right? Which is understandable, right? You 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 are into a thing. You're into let's say basketball or volleyball, and so if, if a video isn't about that thing or that topic, then it makes sense that that the you wouldn't watch or listen to whatever it is. You know, I experience it on Twitch all the time. You know, people come to my channel expecting a certain game or you know, they found me when I was playing a certain game and then I, I'm i not playing that game today. So they're like, well, wh- wh- where's this game? Why aren't you playing this game? Or they don't say anything at all. They just don't come by because I'm playing a game that doesn't interest them. Right. It happens all the time. So YouTube's no different. Um, I recognize that I'm not dumb. I understand it. But the problem is a lot of people don't understand that they, they look at the video and go, Oh, you're not getting as many views as you used to get. Well, yeah, because I don't, I don't post dirt bike videos anymore. Uh, I don't, um, you know, we're not going camping all the time. Rice isn't playing basketball four days a week. You know, there's 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 just a lot of variables. Um, but at the end of the day, uh, I I still do what I do. I, I do what I want to do. Uh, I stream what I want to stream. Play the games I want to play. I record and talk about topics on this podcast. What I want to talk about. I um you know bring guests on that are friends of mine that I want to talk to. And I'm, I vlog what I want to vlog about. I vlog my life. I capture moments and share those with you guys. And as of today, as of this weekend, we finally have comments back on. Holy shit. We'll talk about that in the next podcast more in detail. But as of right now, we are three days in to having comments back on on all our videos. Now, some people are saying the comments are not on every single video. There's some videos that are still turned off. So... I have to double check that, but I mean, I'm seeing comments from videos a month ago, two months ago, three months ago, six months ago, even somebody left a comment on my very first vlog. They're like, Hey, this, you know, this is 2020 watching this video in 2020. So it appears that comments have returned to the channel and hopefully for good. I'm hoping this means that we're finally back because, you know, as I was saying earlier, not having comments really, really kind of took. It was kind of like the final straw. All the changes they made, all the you know the direction that the YouTube was going in, the direction my channel was going in. When I lost the ability to actually talk to my audience on the platform that matters the most to them, it really was just like fuck it. I don't even care about YouTube anymore, right? I don't want to quit, you know. And I, and I've said this numerous times, too. I I have no intentions of quitting vlogs. And I, ne- I never I never stop vlogging, right? I just vlog less, I share less, right? I'm really only vlogging the highlights more than anything now, right? When we go do something, when the kids have something to show off, when something happened, you know, good, bad, or ugly, that's what I do. You know, someone, speaking of comments, right? You you get the good with the bad, right? So, of course, we haven't had comments in almost a year and there's shithead kids that are leaving shitty comments, like not even missing a beat. Like, oh, look, I can put a comment on this video. Let me put a shitty comment you know and so you know some kid said today uh from today's vlog cuz it was called you know scaring bryce and it was just you know we took down the christmas ornaments we took down the christmas tree uh it was it was new year's day but we scared you know the the girl scared bryce got him back because he scared tiffany like last week and you know it, like the comment was like when you run out of video ideas it's like if you pay attention to my channel you know that i don't do video ideas I don't make stuff up. I don't like, Oh, let's go do this thing. It'll be a good video. No, I vlog my life. If we go to the grocery store, I vlog us going to the grocery store. If the kids have sports, I vlog the sports. If you know, whatever it is, that's what I do. And so I think, I think the vast majority of people just don't pay attention to what's going on. They don't pay attention to their surroundings. They don't pay attention. They just blurt shit out. They just, Grab their phone and and blah, right. We had this deep conversation today in stream about social media and and you know, um, uh, someone in my community was saying that they think that social media needs to change or the way that um, we look at social media needs to change. And I argued that that's the way he looks at social media. It's not how everybody looks at social media. In fact, I I argued the exact opposite. I don't see negativity in my timeline. I don't see negativity on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook right? There are negative posts from time to time because people are, you know, don't like something or, but I, the people that I follow, the vast majority is very positive. The vast majority is about topics and things that are relatable. And that's the reason why I follow them. And so I, you know, I'd said, well, if you're seeing a bunch of negativity, then you're following the wrong people. Like, why are you following these people if they're nothing but negativity, right? It sounds like a shitty way to be on social media. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't have that problem um and so you know I, it doesn't bother me i'm at the point where i look at the good and i ignore the bad and uh you know i'm at the point now again even caring less and less about youtube uh, i don't have to worry about appe- pleasing everybody i don't have to worry about you know being nice and you know i can tell a kid to fuck off if i if i if i feel like it you know especially when it's you no know, you know it's a kid it's like a it's like a 13 or 14 year old kid behind a keyboard with big balls and you just you know you can basically tell i can just basically tell him to fuck off so uh that's kind of the stance i'll be taking kind of moving forward because i'm just like i haven't had comments in a year and you've got the balls to say this right like fuck you <laughs> so uh yeah that's i mean i i would say that in the last couple of years i've really matured um you know youtube was 100 family friendly never swear nor cussed More kid friendly, kid orientated. And the irony in that is that is exactly what's got so many people in trouble on multiple fronts, right? This COPPA thing, the the child predators in the comments. It's like, you know, we were appealing to the mass audience of kids because the kids were the bulk of the views and they still are, right? But they've grown up a little bit. I would say Bryce and Sierra's age group are probably still the largest 13 to 18 is probably still the largest group of people that watch YouTube because. know they got nothing but time on their hands to binge watch stuff but I'm very very excited that comments are back uh when they came back yesterday and I I I was going through and replying them and 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 leaving hearts on them and all that I was just so I I, it kind of like lit a fire under my ass that I haven't had in a long time I got excited about YouTube I posted a new vlog today and I immediately was like looking at the comments they were as they were coming in and I you know, I've approved a bunch already. I have to approve all the comments now. So here's the best part too, by the way. I have to read every single comment before they go public. That's one of the new things I, I'm going to do. So I I literally read every comment. And if it's an asshole comment, it's never going to see the light of day. Like it's literally never going to go to the public face because I'm just going to delete it. And if it's really shitty, I'll just block the person. They'll never be able to comment on my videos again. The best part is though, they don't know they're blocked. They can leave every any comment they want. They can say whatever shitty thing they want and, and no one will ever see it. They're literally talking shit to themselves i love it i love it but at the same time i kind of wish they knew they were blocked because then it's like i almost want to like stick it to them be like ha, fuck you you're blocked but you know whatever i'll take what i can get i'll take the little victories so uh i'm for the first time in a long time i'm excited about youtube again and uh you know i ho- i really 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 hope that the comments stay this time it feels like they are it feels like something's different it feels like they have officially are back on so i'm excited about that and uh we'll be we'll we'll be talking about youtube more and more in 2020 guys so stay tuned for that but let's uh let's end the last little bit here about what i didn't do in 2019. what what were some of the goals that i wanted to to accomplish and i didn't i didn't hit uh first and foremost merch uh i talked about plans up for merch in 2019 and really nothing changed um you know i i moved platforms to design by humans, and I really love them, and I think they're great, and uh, I'm I'm gonna be working with them in 2020. But I personally didn't do anything with merch. I didn't add anything. I didn't make any changes to anything. I had some ideas, but I didn't action any of them. Um, we recently, I recently did a brand refresh. I got some new designs and some new, you know, uh, font and changed a few things. So now I'm ready to kick off 2020 with with changing of that. Um, I can tell you right now that there will be some new products. There are some new things that I'm gonna be adding to the merch store. So ClintusMerch.com, you can check it out um, later this year. Um, you know, stuff like mouse pads and and like leggings and you know that kind of thing. But also custom shirts. Uh, I got some ideas for t-shirts. I just never pushed forward and, and and went with it. And I'm really hoping to bring Tiffany on to do that. I, I want her to have a piece of the business to call her own. I think the merch store be one of those things. Um, but we'll see, um, DBH is a great partner and I plan on working with them, you know, in 2020, I got a new account manager. He's dope. He's great. And so I'm looking forward to, um, to, to doing some stuff with merch this year, but I didn't do it in 2019. Another thing that I didn't do in 2019 was be a better friend. You know, I talked about how I miss my friends and I, you know, I, I, spend so much time online and I have so many friends online that I don't really put a lot of time into my friendships. Um, I'm a really bad friend. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an out of sight, out of mind kind of guy. So if I don't see you in my face, if I'm constantly being pinged by you and reminded by you, I like I, I, I forget about you. And I do the same thing with my brothers and my mom and my my dad. And you know, that's the second part of this is I wanted to be a better brother. And for a little bit of time, my, me and my brothers got together once a week <laughs> it only lasted about three weeks, but for three weeks we got together every week and and had lunch and had a beer and. And we're getting together for lunch later this week. Cause my brother was like, Hey man, when are we getting back to on the Wednesdays thing? And I'm like, pick it, pick it Wednesday. Let's go. He's like this Wednesday. I'm like, all right, let's go. So um, I'm hoping to kind of get back into that rhythm. Cause I think they started realizing too, that they missed me and the, us and each other as much as I did. It just, it was, it took someone to kind of like say, "Hey, guys, let's get together. So um, yeah, I I really missed the mark on the friends part though. Cause you know, I, I, for, Basically, all my friends, my, the, the friends that I talk to the most, the friends that I interact with the most, the friends that I have the most in common with, don't live here in Arizona. Um, and so it's really hard to be like, hey, man, let's go grab a beer. Hey, let's go grab a coffee. Let's, you know, because I'm a face-to-face kind of guy. Like, I enjoy face-to-face meetings. When I worked at, at my previous employer before I went full-time content creator... I would always walk to someone's office. I'd walk to someone's cubicle, even though I could send an email, I could send an instant instant message. I, I was like, I'd rather go walk and face. The, hey, guy, how's it going? Question for you. Blah, blah blah blah. You know, that's just how I am. That's who I am. And so, I. Uh, that's that. That's what I prefer. And so, the fact that I can't do that, that that virtual wall is between us. Uh, it makes it difficult to you know keep those friendships together and, and keep them tight. Um, you know, once upon a time, uh, I was very close to a couple of guys talked almost every single day. In fact, my wife would make fun of us and say that, you know, that was my, my other wife, right. Uh, because we talked all the time. In fact, we talked in great length and in some days would talk more, I would talk more to this person than I talked to Tiffany. Um, and then, you know, some things changed and we stopped talking. Um, you know, went from every day to a couple times a week to once a week to now we might go a month without talking to each other. And, uh, I've recently kind of noticed and and felt that, you know, we're not nearly as close as we used to be. And it bums, it bums me out because in my mind we are just as close, but it's, we don't interact like we used to. So, um, the friendship is not the same and the friendship is pivoted to someone else and and so you know it kind of bums me out it bums me out big time and um and it's mainly just like i said just because i just i need that kind of that that n- tap on the shoulder and that goes for everyone that goes for everything right the the merch store my new account manager he taps me on the shoulder hey how's it going with this merch blah blah this that that's awesome My G Fuel account manager taps me on the shoulder and says, Hey, your promo code's going to 30%. Hey, there's your new flavor coming. Hey, like that's where that constant communication comes in and and the relationship stays tight. The relationship stays top of mind. And, you know, for friendships, like it's it's hard when they're not face to face because the best times you have with your friends are usually in a social atmosphere, right? A bar, a club, a ball game lunch, dinner, an event, a conference, right? Like the most memorable times, the best times are always around those types of things. And you just can't do that when, when you live in other states and other countries. And, and it's just, it's just not the same. So again, in my head, I have it one way and then the reality slaps me across the face and says, nah, this is how it is, bitch. So, um, but that was it. Those are really the, the key, the key things that I didn't really accomplish in 2019. I, I, I really don't do new year's resolutions. I try to set myself too many goals. Um, Oh, you know what? There was one other thing I wanted to do the gym. I wanted to get more physical, more exercise. I, I, I was at the gym a couple of times in new year. Um, I go for my walks when the weather's nice, but other than that, I, I, I don't really do anything physical. Um, I add, I've added a couple of things to my stream, uh, like jumping jacks and wall sits and pushups, uh, for view, watching my stream. But I'm hoping... I, I have a free gym now. I literally have a free gym in my neighborhood. It's a community gym. It's free. I have access to it uh, f- like from 6 to 10 or something like that. So I have no excuse other than just get off my ass and go do it. And so I'm hoping to kind of kick myself in the ass and do that and you know, challenge myself to at least get more fit. I don't necessarily need to lose weight. Honestly, I haven't gained any weight, but I'm just getting a little pudgy in the middle, right? I'm getting a little pudgy, and it bothers me got that dad bod and i'm blessed with good genes and good metabolism i just got to do a little bit of work to maintain it so i need to do that little bit of work right some people would kill to have my metabolism and i take advantage of it i do but um there you go guys that's 2019 a review kind of a shorter still a shorter vlog uh vlog shorter podcast uh the next episode like i said will be the first of season two of the podcast and it'll be live uh, on twitch.tv slash Clintus. And I'm actually going to start using the URL clintus.live just because it's easier to say. And, you uh, know, things change, people change, platforms change, right? Uh, not that I plan on changing anything, but something I've, it's a trend that I've noticed. And I've owned that URL for like three years. I've owned clintus.live for three years and never use it. It's, it's forwarding to my channel, it does what it's supposed to do, but I never use it. And so I'm like, hmm maybe I should start using it. I just kind of noticed the trend. I was like, I own it. Might as well use it. So, um, whatever. Twitch.tv slash Clintus, Clintus.live, whatever. And, um, I'll be streaming it live and it'll go up on YouTube. So you'll be able to watch it, listen to it at your leisure. And, uh, that's it. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate any second minute of attention you gave me in 2019. I appreciate the follows on Twitch, the subs on YouTube, the subscribes here on the podcast. Um I appreciate you clicking on the affiliate links, using my promo codes when you buy your G Fuel or you know, your Astro headsets or you know, whatever it is. King's Coast Coffee, right? I appreciate every little bit that you give. It means the world to me because I'm able to provide for my family and I'm able to keep my wife home with the kids and be a stay-at-home mom. She doesn't have to go to work. She doesn't have to go get a job. Um, you know, because you guys, your, your support and your generosity and your, your ability to keep coming back and, and consuming my content, right at all. Just, it means so much to me and I really do appreciate it. And I hope to give you guys more great content. I hope you guys to give you guys more reasons to come back, uh, to my various channels. So, um, Here's to a, uh, a better than I thought, better than I expected 2019 and to a kick-ass start to 2020. I'll see you guys in the next episode in 2020.